everybody. Hey everyone. It's Gabby and Laura here and we are popping into your earbuds a little bit early, um, you know, before next week's episode because we had some cybersecurity news that we wanted to talk to you all about um, because, you know, we have uh, an expert that is going to help us break down things, kind of discuss what happened and, and all of that. So for those of you who you know, don't really know what I'm talking about yet. This is from ABC News. So this is what happened. A cybersecurity attack targeting operators of a major East Coast fuel pipeline has left the nation reeling, exposing uh, the vulnerabilities of critical infrastructure to new threats while also leaving many Americans with more questions than answers. So, Laura, who do we have on to help us out with this topic? Yes, today we have Adley Francois. Adley is the owner of Cywall, which is a cybersecurity company, and he has been working in the cyber field for so many years. So he is an expert in this field, and and this is a, an incident that's going to impact everyone, even even if it's just on the matter of gas prices. And even though that impact may be small at the moment, this is just the latest example of ransomware attacks in the U.S. and it's a scary one. So we wanted to bring on Adley as an expert to dive into this to help us answer, you know, will the pipeline open by the end of the week? Like they're saying, is that even realistic? Is the threat entirely over? So Adley, can you tell us more on this attack and what specifically happened? Yeah, I'm not entirely sure that there's anything that, you know, I think I don't have specific about this particular case. But when you're looking at in general with those sort of systems, right, generally, if you go back historically, this sort of system used to be closed off entirely where it was a gap from the Internet. But with um, fast forward modern time, a lot of these uh, OT type uh, network have been more open. Simply, there's a desire to be able to manage some of these things remotely, the ability to perform uh, maintenance, the ability the ability to have, uh, to, to integrate uh, shared services. That's a strong uh, desire. It remove costs and, and, and create some level of efficiency versus having an egg app uh, network where you physically have to touch it, you physically have to be there in order to manage it. That's not very efficient, and that's a, that's a costly proposition to be able to manage an operation in this manner. So, but obviously, with uh, with poking a hole into into that gap, that obviously uh, introduce all sort of. Uh, vulnerabilities, all sort of risks now have been introduced into into those systems. So that, that's that, that's exactly what we saw here with, with this particular pipeline. The corporate environment was compromised, obviously, because that length exists where there, where there's where there's communication path between the, the corporate network and that uh, and that SCADA type network, you now have uh, an issue with that pipeline could certainly be impacted. It could be controlled. It could be managed by a third party, whatever. So I think that's, that's, um, where that's the evil, that's the evolution that we're seeing at play here. So Adley, just to follow on that, um, they're saying that they think that the pipeline may be able to be open by the end of the week. Do you think that that's realistic? Do you think that the threat is entirely over? Or do you think that it could still be compromised? 
Oh, it could still be compromised. But when you talk about a uh, these sort of environment, right, the corporate environment, uh, obviously that itself uh, to remediate that aspect of the operation, that is going to be a multi-weeks, a multi, you know, potentially a multi-month effort, right? There's some containment that could be that that that, that you can put into place by essentially uh, removing the ability of the attacker to to control the environment, and and that's largely going to be cutting off communication entirely. So that environment, we can go back to old school by actually cutting off uh, communication entirely where it's now completely air-gapped, the, the, your ability to actually manage the, the pipeline, you can only physically do it. That's obviously going to provide some relief, right? But I think that's just a, a temporary situation. But the overall uh, corporate network to really clean that environment and get it to a state where you have a high degree of confidence that uh, that, they, that the attackers truly do not have a foothold within that environment, that's not really a few days or a few weeks type of endeavor. And I've seen this, uh, you know, I've been part of many of these engagements for Fortune 500 uh, type of organization. That is not an overnight uh, type of endeavor. That is a multi-week, multi-month uh, type of an operation to really... Um, Contain the situation, especially if you're not gonna uh, if uh, if you're not going to to, to pay just the de- just the, the decryption process is gonna be impossible. Now you're talking about rebuilding the environment, uh, server by server. That is a long lead item. It's a painful process for any for for any organization. And generally, there's a surge of talent that is needed to rebuild an environment that ordinarily probably would have taken them a couple of years to build, but now that that environment have been destroyed. So it would have to be, you know, just to rebuild that in a few months, that is a, that, that is a significant effort. Right. And, and we know so far, you know, we're obviously still picking up some of the pieces of this, but we know so far that um, the group behind this attack, uh, Dark Side, um, we know that it, you know, operates in Eastern Europe. They're still figuring out, you know, if there's Russian intelligence involvement. What, what could we, what could you tell us a little about, you know, groups like this and the threats they pose on? Uh, U.S. companies and what that means for everyday Americans, because, you know, with this, we're seeing as, you know, I believe Laura mentioned it before, you know, this could actually possibly impact us, you know, in gas prices. We're still kind of learning. So what what can you tell us more about that? Correct, right? I think uh, when you think about this sort of, uh, this is uh, definitely, you know, uh, pinpointing this back to the Russian ge- government is going to be kind of hard to do, right? They have some plausibility of uh, of deniability there, but uh, uh, but this is this the we can pinpoint with with some great accuracy. This is coming from Russia. It's at least sanctioned by them to some degree, right? But these actors, they generally, they essentially, uh, these are financially motivated uh, uh, type of attack, right? Uh, so they essentially out to to make a quick buck and there's been uh, a lot of folks have been paying and 
and that um, uh, that I, these operations are pretty profitable. So again, this is purely financial, and and that's what they they, they try to do here in in this case. But um, pinpointing pinpointing it to a specific government that's a little bit harder to do but that that certainly have an impact on on all of us right when you think about a a major american company uh again those impacts uh means millions that could impact your 401k it could impact uh um other investments, it could certainly have an impact on the on services that a, a government is 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 providing to citizen. And if you need uh, services directly from those uh, private companies, those could be impacted uh, 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 as well. So the the impact is is multi uh, Simply um, again, based on the scale of those uh, attack, it could be fifty, sixty, or hundred million dollars, and that could have a long term financial impact. Uh, on an organization. Yeah, no, that's that's scary. Just uh, that's the only word I can think of right now that would really fully encompass everything happening. But Adley, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Thank you for diving into this for us and giving us an expert cyber um, breakdown of this attack and what we should, you know, be kind of cautious of. So before we let you go today, is is there anything that you would recommend to people that you know, when you're in a situation like this, it makes me think, well, what if this happens to me? So, so my question is more, is there anything you would say to people that they could do to, before something like this happens, uh, other than obviously call Adley so he can assist your company ahead of time, um, and fix it if there's a mistake after, but is there anything preventative that, that could have been done or that you think people should be doing? Correct. This is a multi-pronup, uh, question here that where we can probably take a week diving uh, in, into the specific in- answers, right? But when we're talking about, you know, uh, things that folks could do, making sure that you have adequate cyber insurance, making sure that you have an incident response plan that is being tested because these sort of things could happen to just about any company, right? There's no, there's no silver bullet. There's no way on saying that you can, you're going to prevent this from happening to, to your company. If you can't prevent it, then making sure that you can manage it when, when, uh, when it does happen. So a proper incident response plan is going to be one of those things. And then beyond that, making sure you have adequate uh, cyber insurance coverage. Uh, if you have to rebuild an entire infrastructure, uh, uh, that is a costly proposition. You could potentially need hundreds of uh of resources to be able to rebuild those environments. So this is not an easy uh, feat and that's going to cost a significant amount of money to, to do. So making sure those sort of th- things uh, are in play. But beyond that uh, is to, you know, when you're looking at the environment, uh, making sure uh, if, if, if a gap is not, is not possible making sure that again uh um those environment are as locked down as possible yeah well adley thank you so much for joining us uh, especially in a pinch and we really appreciate it ah, thank you for having me again we'll catch you next time on that tech pad 